1: This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Reign20's podcast. Today, we have on with us Michaela J. Michaela is the modern millennial manifestation queen. We are so excited to have her. It's perfect timing. The new year is coming up. I feel like everybody at this time of year starts thinking about Manifesting, goal setting. So we're gonna be talking about a lot of that today. Uh, Michaela has an incredible podcast. She runs a ton of different programs that we're gonna get into throughout the whole episode. And I feel very selfish during this episode because this is exactly what I want to be thinking about this time of year. So I'm super excited that you're here. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Michaela. Yay! Oh
2: my god, I'm so excited. I can't wait to be hanging out with you guys again. It's been a minute, so I'm excited mm-hmm. for a girly chat. And it is so. T- Timely. Like the New Year's is really, really where we're at in right mid-December. It's such a good time to like continue to pick up the pace while also mm. be thinking about next year. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you guys today. Me
1: too. Me too. We're, we're so so excited. So, excited. Yay. Mm-hmm. so, Michaela, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How old are you, if you don't mind saying, since it's roaring 20s and and yeah. to you before um, a lot of Our audience is kind of big on timelines, as many of us are in our 20s. So tell us a little bit about you and how you got to be doing what it is that you
2: do it. Absolutely. So well, hi, guys. My name is Michaela. If you see me online, you'll probably see me as Michaela J. I am 25 years old. I'm a Capricorn, though. So January I'll be 26. Woo! And yay, Happy such a, a Capricorn.
1: <laughs> Love that.
2: Such a work hard, play hard kind of girl. I'm originally from Omaha, Nebraska, which I'm the least Nebraskan girl you will ever meet. I am not country. <laughs> I'm very bougie. And <laughs> so after I actually dropped out of college, I moved to Los Angeles, which was a way better fit for me. But actually this year, my husband and I just moved to Austin, Texas. So I'm okay. a Texas girly, but Austin's like the second LA. So it's still like very 100%. chic and fun. Uh, so 25 live in Austin. I run my own business of a spiritual education company. Like we said, I have a podcast, which is absolutely amazing. We talk about manifestation and mindset and really like how to get your shit together. So, I can't wait to have this conversation. It's going to be just so great for your audience to hear as well. And I kind of stumbled into my own business because I had this massive spiritual awakening. And I think it was in 2017, I was like at a rock bottom in my life. Mm-hmm. I was living in a house that like literally had a hole in the ceiling. And I always tell this story to my girls like, we call it the raccoon house because <laughs> a raccoon <laughs> fell through the ceiling one time. I know it's <laughs> if you're not laughing, you're crying so like we laugh at it right
1: Sometimes you gotta <laughs> laugh so that you don't <laughs> You just
2: gotta laugh like hole and it's in the ceiling in the kitchen like my mom had this like wardrobe separator to separate where the hole was and like built boxes I wish I had a photo so it was like we were like bare bones in it in the mm-hmm. type of house, with like the bathtub is a train. And so, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And at the time I worked in this fashion boutique and the kind of like upscale boutique where, you know, the Pilates Range Rover moms are coming in on a Tuesday, spending a thousand dollars. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on in my life? Mm. And at the time I was 19. So, you know, I was in college, you know, we're building this yeah. new life. But at that point, I was just such a pessimist and I was miserable. And I had this moment looking at myself in the mirror in the raccoon house. And I was like, something has to change. And mm-hmm. it has to start with me. I ended up going on this study abroad trip to France because I was studying French and fashion at the time and completely changed my mindset while I was there. Mm-hmm. I really set this rule of you can't gossip. You can't complain. You can't be negative. Like we have to literally cold turkey, cut that out. And it changed my life. And I had this huge spiritual awakening. And I had to launch my business. I was like, I've learned so much. and I've changed so much of my life from raccoon girl to like bougie bitch. was like, it's so selfish of me to not share. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of birthed me into my spiritual education company and having the podcast and just starting to have conversations because I knew I wasn't the only person out there that had a rough upbringing or maybe even didn't have an, a rough upbringing, but just had a lot of inner conflict. I knew yeah. that I could help people Uh, and so that's, you know, where I started the business.
3: Wow. That's incredible. And for so many different reasons, but I think especially like there's something so powerful about what you said with starting with you. I think it's so easy. And we see this in so many conversations that we have where it's very easy to blame outside circumstances. And that's not to say that they don't matter. Of course they do. But I think that that having that, like, initiative to say you know what like there are certain things I can't control but what I can control is how I react to all of this and kind of standing in your own power and making that decision I think is just so huge because I think that a lot of people do make um I guess excuses for lack of a better word for a really long time as to you know maybe why this can't work out or why this can't work out and I feel like you literally became your own evidence as to like you get to make those choices or you get to control at least what you can control. And I think that it's just super empowering because mindset matters so much. And I feel like we see so many people that get stuck in those negative thought cycles and kind of feel trapped. And it's a really overwhelming feeling. So I think it's just so cool to know someone like you that gets to be that example for people of like, Hey, I did it. And you can too. And being able to kind of build your business on that also of like, you don't have to do it perfectly, but you can really change your life and change the way that you feel. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this whole crazy thing. It, it's just so incredible.
1: Oh, yeah. Mich- oh, sorry. Mich- when you like first, cause I feel like t- totally echoing what Brenda said, but when you first yeah. like made that rule for yourself of like, I'm not going to be negative anymore and I'm not going to gossip and this, this, and this, like, what were those like first few months like for you? Cause I feel like that's the hardest part. Like, did you find yourself falling back into like the negative things? How did you combat that if you did? Cause I think a lot of people like want to do what you're saying, but those first few months are so hard. And then it's like, I know sometimes even for myself, like I'll find myself speaking negative and then I'm like, no, no, no. Like change your mindset, like switch it Mm -hmm. up. Um, But sometimes on the days where I'm like tired, or it's just like one thing after another, I'm like, whatever, it's too hard. Like, (laughs) I'm just gonna do this. So like, how did you what were those first few months like? And how did you get yourself to like keep going on that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it does get so hard on those days when you're tired and it seems like everything's going wrong and your alarm went off at the wrong time and your coffee order got fucked up. And it's like, those are the moments when the universe Mm -hmm. is testing us the most. For me, it was really interesting because I kind of made that declaration of myself right before I studied abroad. And so Mm -hmm. I went in with this mindset of nobody knows me. I don't know anybody. And so I can just kind of show up however I want. And when you're in that type of environment, obviously it's super easy to reinvent yourself but what we don't think about on a regular basis is that we have the power to do that in any single moment all day long. The only -hmm. reason why we don't is because we judge one, one, we judge ourselves of like, Oh my gosh, is this going to be well received? Or like, this is so weird. Like five Mm -hmm. minutes ago I was complaining and now I'm just happy, go lucky. Like that's weird. You know, we're judging ourselves or we yeah. think the people around us are judging us of like, oh, I was just complaining to my boyfriend. And like, so what now I'm just supposed to be happy. Like he's going to think I'm a total weirdo. Right. So there's all these perceptions going on outside of us. And that's part of the mindset work that we get to reframe. But anyway, so for me, I feel like it was a really great circumstance to go into something completely unknown, brand new. And that really helped me. And in those moments, because being negative and complaining is a habit, you know, when it's like, when we get into that mindset, especially when you're a place where you're very pessimistic, it's just a habit you have to complain about every little thing. And so when I was like hitting my wall, I would actually journal about it. Like I would go to my classes for study abroad and I would come home and like I was studying abroad in France and in the summer, no air conditioning, no air conditioning in Europe. And so you come home, you're dripping sweat. It's like, I had just gone to eight hours of French class. I'm like, I can't even think in English. Like I am exhausted. (laughs) And I would sit in my bed and I would just journal about how like, upset I was and how Mm. hard things were. And then at the end, I would tell myself that I could do that as long as I flipped it all around afterwards. And that's Mm. a huge thing, a huge practice that I teach to a lot of my clients now. It's like, it's like, you can get this stuff out of your system. And I think that's like, we need to remember with mindset of, you don't have to be Mm. happy all the time. You're not going to be happy all the time. You're going to have moments when you call your best friend and you need to rant and you need your man to bring you a glass of wine. because you've had a shit day and you need to let it out of your system. And that doesn't, mean you're going to manifest it. It means you're releasing it and you're Mm -hmm. choosing something better. And so that's what Mm -hmm. I kind of intended for myself during that time. And when I got home, that's when it got really hard because at the time I was like, My going into my sophomore year of college, and so it's a bunch of my high school friends. And you know, you make friends in high school, you don't like the same person, Mm -hmm. and so you're like gossiping, and you know, you're like going to parties and stuff. And they were just starting to do things that I no longer had an interest in doing. And I just remember so specifically one day we were going to this party, and my friends were like talking shit on this girl we went to high school with, and then we couldn't find parking, and they were complaining about that. And one party got busted, and they were complaining. And I'm just sitting in the back seat, and I'm just like, what am I doing here, you know? And so. We had a big falling out, which was really hard, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, we kind of have to accept as we become different versions of ourselves and when we choose different mindsets that the people around you are going to change. So that was a really big struggle of mine, but I chose to set another, a big thing you guys will see with me is like, I choose intentions with everything. So a big intention I set when I kind of lost those friends was okay, the time that I'm not being, that I was being social, that I'm not now, I'm going to pour into myself. So I started going to yoga mm-hmm. classes. I started okay. learning even more about mindset, which is what ended up leading to me launching my business was just so much research. I was really working on my mindset and I chose to use that time intentionally instead of feeling sorry for myself.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I feel like that's, like, the post-breakup thing, like, but it's true, like, you can have post-breakup with friends, too, but after people break up, it's, like, you either can go one way or the other. There's the girlies that, like, go, like, put all that time back into themselves and are doing things for them, and then there's, like, the other side of that, which could be feeling bad for yourself and sitting around and blah, blah, but I think it's so great to know that like no matter you don't have to be post breakup you don't have to be post like friendship ending it's just about that like idea of putting that time into into you yeah it's like you
2: don't even need to have this catastrophic thing happen Mm -hmm. you don't need a trauma or a breakup or some like big horrible life change it's like every single day and every single moment, we have the opportunity to just pick things up and make a different decision. Same thing about our moods. Same thing when we're mm-hmm. in that, that I always call it a shitty five minutes. So this is something I would love to explain.
1: Yes. Um, she talks about I, this on her podcast all the time and I love it.
2: Yes, <laughs> I do because it's so important. And I think this really helps us balance those moments when we're really exhausted, we're being kind of negative. And like I said, mm-hmm. it's those days when your alarm goes off and your outfit looks bad, you're on your period, your face looks different. And like, everything's just a you have to give yourself a shitty five minutes. Now, I'm not telling you to set a timer for exactly five minutes. It's just how quickly can you start to bounce back? When I started mm-hmm. practicing this concept, it when, I used to, I used to be taken out. If one thing went wrong, my whole day it was a bad day. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't believe in bad days anymore. So when you start practicing this, maybe only half your day is bad. Maybe only yeah. three hours are bad. And eventually it's gonna be 10 minutes. It's gonna be five minutes, maybe 30 seconds. Like I can take things on the chin. I mean, even just like 20 minutes before this, my dog came to my office, jumped on my desk, and spilled water over my entire oh. desk. And mm-hmm. I'm like still here having the best time, you know? And yeah. the pat like past me a few years ago. I would have been like, I have to reschedule. My whole mood is wrong, right? But we start to bounce back. So
1: do you have like a certain specific like affirmation or something that you say to yourself in those moments? Or does it kind of depend on Mm. what's happening for you?
2: One that my friends and I say all the time is it's not that deep it's not Mm. that deep. Oh my gosh. And I think it's such a simple one to remind ourselves because we take things so seriously all the time. And if you just remind yourself, it's not that deep. Okay. It's water on my desk. It's not that deep. Grab a towel, babe. It's not that deep. That really helps me. Yeah. It
3: like snaps you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And for someone, I feel like all of this, like Julia and I are so like, on your level on the same like track on the on the mindset of it all and we like love and appreciate and love to talk about these things and i think that there are some people that like want to feel this way because we've all been there right and then here this with you sharing your story and are like, okay, but what if like, what if this isn't meant for me? Like, what if I try and what if it's not meant for me? So for someone who's listening, who's like, oh, but I just feel miserable or, oh, I try. And then, you know, I can't get my energy to stay that way. Like, what would you say to them to kind of share that? Like, I guess to inspire them to keep trying. I don't really know how else to word that, but I just feel like it's yeah. a very common
2: Absolutely. I know exactly what you're saying because I was that person. Hi. Yeah. That was literally me. It's so funny because the spiritual lake thing I talked about was in 2017, but I was kind of introduced to the idea of positive mindset in like 2015. I was a senior in high school. I had a friend who was actually a year younger than me. And like, this is when Snapchat was super cool. Right.
1: <laughs> and I just, the kids <laughs> still use it by the way.
2: I saw mm-hmm. a TikTok the other day that was like, Snapchat's coming back. And I was like, the kids oh. are on it. I'm too old for this.
1: could so be us.
2: Literally, couldn't be me. Like, you'll see me on TikTok, but (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But I had this friend who was a year younger than me, and she was always posting on her Snapchat stories, and she looked so happy all the time. And I was miserable at that point. And I remember messaging her one day, and she had literally posted. I remember this so well. She posted a Snapchat story, and she was like, somebody just cut me off but I hope, I hope they got where they needed to go. Like, I hope that they got there as quickly as they needed to. They were probably running late. I was just grabbing Starbucks. And I remember messaging her and being like, oh my God, like you're so kind. I've never thought about it like that. And she told me, she was like, yeah, I just really practice like being considerate and having more positive mindset, not just Mm -hmm. assuming the worst and being quick to anger. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try that out, you know? And I really like, like kind of forced myself into it for probably a month or something. And then I decided this isn't working. Like my life is still a shit show. I'm still miserable. It's not working. So if you're one of those girls out there who's listening, Mm -hmm. they're like, well, I want to be this girl who's like manifesting things, but I just don't feel like it's working for me. I get you. And it's, it's almost because I saw somebody else doing it that I was like, I need to do it. Right. When I had this moment where it was from a pure place of desire of like, I want something more for myself. It was almost like I came to that decision instead of seeing someone else's decision. And that's when it really started to stick. You know, it's like trying to get your boyfriend to go to the gym when he like doesn't care about fitness. It's like, you have to make the decision for yourself. And Mm -hmm. so if you're somebody who maybe you've dabbled in a manifestation, maybe you've tried to be positive and you haven't seen it work out yet. It's like, I would focus on making a bigger promise to yourself, a bigger decision Mm of I'm going to, finally decide to like live my Pinterest board lifestyle I'm gonna finally decide I can be that girl I'm gonna finally yeah. decide to like screw my job I'm gonna do mm-hmm. x y and z thing I don't have to stay in the same thing forever it's no longer resonating with me and I'm gonna make that decision because I want to bet on myself and when you make mm-hmm. a bigger commitment I feel like that's what it sticks more because before mm-hmm. it was just like a she seems happy I want that versus a no something's gotta go and that's when i really stuck
1: yeah Yeah. and having it like at the beginning you used the word practice and like it is a practice of doing it Mm -hmm. over and over and that's confidence, right? When you do it over and over and you see it working for yourself, you build confidence. When you say you're going to do something and you show up for yourself and you do it, you build confidence. And then it just, that just escalates and grows and grows and grows on itself. And that's when you like, I feel like you really hit that magic.
2: Absolutely. Oh, and talking about that, gets my gears going. I'm like, when you follow through with the things you tell yourself you're going to do, your confidence will skyrocket. It's
1: crazy. It's It's really crazy.
2: If you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, ladies, I love this. This is a vibe, but Mm -hmm. I just don't feel confident. I don't feel like I can make this decision. I don't feel like I can change my life. Tell yourself you're going to do one thing a day. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. I don't care if it's a hawker walk, if it's listening to one podcast a day, if it's journaling out three things you're grateful for. It could even just be drinking a liter of water. I don't care. Tell yourself you're going to do it and do it every single right. day without fail, with no excuses. Your confidence will skyrocket. And the cool thing is with these types of practices, where it's a practice of mindset, a practice of manifesting your goals. It's one little thing at a time. It starts with you drinking the water. It starts with you going on your walk. It starts with one page of journaling. And that's how you actually create a sustainable practice of manifestation because it's all the little things adding up over time.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of manifestation... Yes, we are about like three weeks out from the new year. And so this is the time where people are like, I'm going to manifest this year, and I'm going to make these goals. And for a lot of people, that that could be really exciting. For a lot of people, that could be really daunting. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I know a lot of people go both ways. I know I even go both ways sometimes. But let's talk about goal setting and manifesting around the new year. So what are your Michaela J, top tips for making these manifestations meaningful instead of just like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then we forget about it and we throw it out. And it's, you know, you, you write it on a piece of paper and you don't actually doing it, do, do you anything about it. never look at it again. It's yeah, like- I, feel like, I feel like a lot of people just feel like, oh, this is something I should do, or this is something yeah, I, like, I have to do, or everybody else is doing this. So I'll like take five minutes well. and write it down. <laughs> my five and then it (laughs) it doesn't do anything then you just wasted five minutes like how can we make this actually meaningful and maybe we should start with the definition of manifestation yeah if if nobody if someone is not really sure exactly what that
2: Absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what is manifesting? Maybe you've heard it thrown around on TikTok one or two times. So manifesting, when you look at the textbook definition, it's to bring about to the eye. So the idea of this is that every single thing in your life is a manifestation. Once it's an idea, and then we bring it about to the eye, whether that's a physical thing or a feeling. So I'm going to give you two examples to kind of illustrate that. Let's say one day you you wake up and you're like, I want an iced coffee. Okay, great. There is your idea. How are you bringing that about to the eye? You're going to go to your favorite coffee shop. You're going to make iced coffee in your kitchen. You literally manifested iced coffee. That's the exact definition for like that. a physical thing. For a feeling, because we'll probably, I typically will use a lot of physical examples because it's easier for people to conceptualize that you can absolutely manifest feelings. So I love that. Yeah. So for example, like, If you want to manifest being in love, you can tell on someone's face when they are in love. So if you have this idea of like, oh, I wanna meet my soulmate, I wanna meet my partner, when you end up meeting that person, you can see it on your face. So it's Mm -hmm. not just physical things. So Mm -hmm. it's to bring about to the eye and really, I like to bring it down to really practical terms. It's just achieving your goals. It's a fun, girly way to say you're achieving your goals. <laughs> and so going to this New Year's conversation, there's one big thing you said that I like to touch on is the shoulding. We always mm-hmm. say, I should do this. I should do that. I, I should get a planner and I, I should make this, right? No. Now.
1: We talk yeah. a lot a lot about shoulding on this oh show. My gosh.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad. I, I love telling everybody stop shooting yourself stop shooting yourself <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's weird. laughs>
2: literally stop shooting yourself because anything you think you should do it doesn't matter what do you want to do mm-hmm. and I'm a really big believer in desire and I have a four-step process for manifesting the very first step is like what do you want when you're constantly mm-hmm. shooting yourself you don't know what you want you know what society tells you you should have or what your parents want for you what your partner might want or what kind of what your friends want Want, and then you're moving to cities because your friends are, or you know, it's like when you're shooting yourself, you should, you should buy a house at this age or you should be backpacking Europe. And it's like, oh my God. So throw that in the garbage, first of all. No more shoulding. Like, no. if, literally. If you don't want to set New Year's resolutions, don't. If you feel like you should and you don't want to, girl, don't. So, no. my, so like, that's my first thing, especially around this time of year, because we're going into mm-hmm. holidays, you're seeing family, and family might be like, when are you getting engaged? When are you having a kid? When are you doing this? How's your job? When are you getting a promotion? Yep. Oh, my gosh. It can be so triggering. So really- really make sure you're tapping into yourself and reminding yourself, like, what is it that I desire and tapping into that? And when we go into our new year's goals, there's a couple of things that I always do that I feel like really helps because there are a lot of people that it feels really daunting or it feels really exciting. And Mm -hmm. the first thing we need to do is check in with last year. Like when we're thinking about 2023, 2023, what happened and what didn't happen and really allow yourself to kind of have that conversation without being judgmental. There's things on my list that didn't happen or haven't happened yet. I mean, we still got three weeks. Haven't happened yet. (laughs) Haven't (laughs) happened yet. And it's, it's okay to have this conversation with yourself, because if you can't be that open and vulnerable with yourself, how can you be open and vulnerable with anybody else or your goals? You know, they're also these living, breathing manifestations. And so it's
1: and I looking- feel like that's a really scary part for a lot of people of yeah. like, the mm-hmm. looking back and being like, shit, I didn't do any of that. Or I said, I was gonna do all this and I didn't, or none of this came true. And I think I think that does hold a lot of people back from wanting to do it in the next year because it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to fail that mindset of I'm just going to fail again. But I also kind of like that just like even little easy switch of what we just said of like hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Even if not going to, it just hasn't happened yet.
2: Yeah, I have been manifesting a Lamborghini truck for like five years. Hasn't happened yet, I but it hasn't
1: so I know she's gonna get it. I know exactly.
2: Like, and have she I written it off? Two minutes no. with Michaela,
1: She's talking about the Lambo truck, so <laughs> she's gonna get it.
2: Literally, like almost every day. It's ridiculous. I like one so bad. So there's a good example for you guys. I wrote that on my list this year. Is it in my driveway? No, not yet. Like, and so it is really scary. But also we look at that and what we're really afraid of here is disappointment. We're Mm -hmm. afraid to be disappointed in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you've been disappointed throughout your life and you have still made it to this point. And there's going to be things that happen in the future that unfortunately disappoint you, but you're still going to be able to push through. And you need to trust yourself and know that you're strong enough to handle those things. You are strong enough to push through. And one thing that we have to do when we're looking and reflecting on the year is not make it mean something about ourselves, because that's what we do is we get disappointed in ourselves and we say, oh, well, I was lazy. Oh, well, I wasn't this. and I'm not that. We don't need to do that. It's not a required part of the process. And I think we forget that because our our mind immediately kicks that in because what we do on earth is we have logic. We have reason. We want to know how things happen and we want to explain things. So your brain instantly kicks into making it make sense, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to play, play that blame game on yourself. And that's really freeing. So reflecting on last year in an open way and practicing, not judging yourself. It's a practice. Mm -hmm. It's a practice. And that's really important. Another thing that I do when it comes to New Year's is instead of doing like top 10 goals for the year, I pick a word of the year that kind do that of, do. oh my gosh, I feel like it's so fun because it's you so get fun. to pick a really good vibe. Yes. And for me, I run so much of my life on like energetics and how things feel to me and the vibration of things. So it's like, one word can really encapsulate that.
1: And Brenda, then we've been doing it right all along. We didn't even Yay! know. Who knew? We literally can <laughs> pass we do. A, we do a new year's episode every year and we do a word of the year. Oh,
2: it's perfect. You guys it's are right cool. on par. Literally. <laughs> so you can just pick a word and go off of that because I do think part of setting these new year's goals is, oh, I, I should have a fitness goal. I should have a money goal. And it's again, should, 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 should. Yep. What if yep. you just pick a word? Who do you want to be this year? How do you want to feel? Pick that word because then you can make your whole vision board based off of a feeling because that Mm -hmm. word's a feeling. And that actually is how you start to cheat code manifesting.
1: I love that. I'm glad you mentioned vision board because I was going to ask you about that. So are you a vision board girly? Like what do you have a ritual around that? Like get specific. What is it?
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. hundred percent. And I feel like I do them differently than other people. And it's not just like, picking out a bunch of pretty pictures. So Mm -hmm. I go through this exact process and I pick my word for the year. And then I will literally, I'll make a Pinterest board based off of that vibe. And then I journal on it and I'm like, okay, who is this version of myself? So like, for example, let's take the word like ease. It's like, okay, well then I'm probably gonna be pinning photos of me on vacation, me at the beach, me at the spa. Like I have a face mask on, like on my vision board on my computer, there's a girl with a face mask, like Palo Santo and sunglasses on. Like, it's like a vibe. You know, where you're like, it's like relaxed elegance is kind of like what I usually go for. And -hmm. so then for my vision board, I get really specific of like, okay, so what does ease look like in my life? Does, is, is ease a certain money goal for me? Because you can get specific. There's nothing wrong with that as long as that's what you desire to do. So then I'll set like a yearly income goal for my business. I will set goals of places I want to travel that I think are going to bring me that feeling of ease. It might be, I want to next year, I'm going to Bali. I want to go back to Mexico call like all of these things where I'm going to have that ease. And so I really go from like word, I make it a vibe who is that version of myself? What does that actually look like in my life? Mm -hmm. And then find pictures Mm -hmm. of those things specifically, because I think a lot of times we're adding photos that we find inspiring, which is great, but then they don't mean anything to us. And so creating those meanings behind the images really takes us to the next level. So when I sit down on my computer every single day, like I know the photo in the bottom right is my dream home. And I know the photo on the left is me wanting to manifest going back to Paris fashion week. And it's like, you know, these specific things, and that's when the manifestations really kick in because manifesting
0: you need indeed.
2: Hand in hand.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, that's super powerful. And I think that that's something that Julie and I were talking about last week um, because in terms of like setting specific goals, we were like, okay, I feel like sometimes when you set goals, it's like there's nothing like getting clarity on what the meaning is for you and that having some sort of why or purpose or something behind it outside of all of these shoulds really, really do drive you throughout the course of the year or months or weeks or whatever it is in terms of how long the goal that you're looking for lasts. But something that I was trying to think about, especially in the way that you portray everything is I feel like with a word like ease or anything like that, at the same time, how do you balance this sense of ease or how do you balance like, how do I word this? Uh, How do you balance discipline with actually, Mm. with manifestation, I guess is the way that I'm trying to word it. Because I think that sometimes the idea of like manifesting can be almost seen or interpreted as like, oh, you're just wishing. And I know that you're giving us very tangible examples of like why you actually take the steps to bring it to life. But like, how do you put in those steps to stay disciplined along these goals and really effectively Follow our manifestations throughout the year without maybe, I don't know, falling back on any of those things or without judging yourself, shooting yourself or being like too hard on yourself for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am such a big believer in discipline. It's something I talk about with my clients all the time, because it's kind of like we touched on the beginning. Like when you're disciplined, your confidence is through the roof. And with manifestation, the more certain that you are, the easier it is to manifest things. Because when you think about that level of certainty and, and like clarity and confidence you have locked in, you're willing to take action day after day after day. It's like when you feel really good about your body, it's super easy to get into the gym. You're like, yeah, I look hot. This little workout set like. Looks cute on me. Like, let's go to the gym, you know? And so it's hard at the beginning to build that discipline when you don't feel that way. But when I think about manifesting, and I like the point that you made, of some people think that it's just wishing. And yeah. that's why I like to remind people that the definition is to bring about to the eye. It's literally just, like I said, girly goal setting. Yeah. And yeah. the process that I like to teach my girls is literally it's this super simple four-step process. And I rinse and repeat it every single day, multiple times per day. And the first step is like, what do you want? So you would do this for every single one of these manifestations. And Mm -hmm. like I said, you do it every day, which keeps you disciplined into working on the things consistently. What do you want? Be as specific as you possibly can. The next thing is like, what is the vibe of that? How would you Mm -hmm. feel if you already had that? Because Mm -hmm. where we get to bring in some of this spiritual and energetics into the manifesting is that we can use law of attraction to bring these things to us faster. And we Mm -hmm. feel, because we feel better about the manifestation because we feel like it's done and then we just attract that like energy. So how would you feel if it's already done? Tapping in that energy first and then in that energy, what do you feel inspired to do? How do you feel inspired mm-hmm. to make that happen? Because when you're in that energy of like, oh my gosh, this is done. Like, this is how I'd feel. This is how I'd be celebrated. I'd feel relieved. I'd feel excited. I'd be throwing a party, you know? You're going to take different action from that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in a different energy. That's going to end up drawing, like, pulling you closer to that manifestation. And I basically rinse and repeat that all day long, like, In the morning, I tap in. What is it that I want? How does that feel? And I will do different things my morning ritual where that helps me get closer. Like my workouts will make me feel closer to my manifestations, right? And then like my journaling helps me feel that way. So it's really about fine tuning your mindset every single, every single morning and throughout the day, because we can feel really good during a workout. We can feel really good during a morning routine when you're doing your skincare, when you're having your breakfast, but then it's like, okay, it's 3 PM. I'm exhausted and work's going to shit. Like how do we do that? It's rechecking our mindset and Mm. doing that process helps keep me really disciplined because it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just, I'm rinse and repeating and I'm refreshing and I'm refreshing.
3: Totally. And I love what you said about um, like, what are you, how are you inspired to make that happen? Because I think a lot of times when we have a certain goal, it's easy to be like, so what are you going to do? Or like, how am I going to get there? And it's like this like different type of energy, whereas like using that feeling yourself already there, or how you're going to feel when you're there, and then using that to like tap into your inspiration i think is
1: a it's a very right. going to the inspiration instead of like the dauntingness i think that sometimes yes. that stuff can feel like and it's yeah. like that's a mindset thing that's changing that mindset about it
3: yeah and it's such a small little tweak but i feel like even the way that you said it like the energy in it is completely different it's way more yes. motivating yeah. after like already putting yourself in the shoes or in this vision of like what it is that you want to accomplish versus like I I do feel like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, if that feels like such a judgmental place to come from. Mm -hmm. And I love those. I could see why that is so successful.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. It's so much easier for you to show up when you actually feel good about the fucking thing, you know? It's like, yes, oh my sure. gosh. And that's why I always tell my clients like if you want a car, go test drive it. After you test drive it, you're going to feel a lot more inspired to go to work and make money mm-hmm. for your oh. down payment. You know, when mm-hmm. I like to go on hawker walks in nice neighborhoods cuz next year we're going to move and I want a bigger house. And so it's like after mm-hmm. I go on my hawker walk in this super bougie neighborhood, I feel more inspired to get work done so we can pay a bigger rent on a bigger house. And when we do it from that way, it's really expansive. And it's exactly what you said. It's not this like, well, how is it going to happen? Like Mm -hmm. people in your life might be telling you, because that's the other thing with this is when you're focusing on manifesting and having a positive mindset, not everybody's going to get it. And people are going to ask you questions. If you're like, oh, I'm going to manifest this thing and I'm being really positive Mm -hmm. about it. And they're like, well, you haven't heard back yet. Like, how do you know you're going to get this internship? But like, how do you know you're going to get the promotion? Like you haven't even had your meeting with your boss yet. There's all of these things that people will say. And so it's making sure you stay in the right mindset and in the right energy. I love
1: that. And I love like, like, I said, me and Brenna do words. I just love that idea of like envisioning this feeling and how you want to feel for mm-hmm. some, and like then feeling the thing and what inspires you to do that. I just love that. And I think that's so much more expansive than some of the ways that we can think about those things. But for someone who does like want to set specific goals, like mm-hmm. this, 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 and this, um, how, how do you keep yourself from playing small when we're doing that? I feel like mm. that's something that I sometimes do. It's like, I'll set a goal because I want to make sure I'm able to achieve it versus mm. like stepping exactly. into like the most expansive version of myself in that goal. So right. what's your mindset and and tips around that?
2: Mm. Yeah. And I, that's so common, you know, because again, we don't want to disappoint ourselves. We right. want to feel like it's achievable. You know, I always tell my girls like, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough because they're not outside of your comfort zone. Then you're not growing. Like you should write it down and kind of want to throw up. Like that's how I feel about my Lambo truck. I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to be buying a Lamborghini truck, but like, does that make me want to throw up? It's a quarter of a million dollars. (laughs) Like, yeah.
3: Like,
1: like what the
2: fuck? You know, I'm like, quarter of a million paid in full or like the monthly payments, like four grand. I'm like, this is ridiculous, but I still want it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like one thing that really helps me with like, let's take that for example, like something that feels really big that you feel like right now it might not feel achievable. I put it on a five-year timeline. And I Mm -hmm. remind myself like, okay, if I could have anything in five years where do I see myself in five years and the crazy thing is every time I do this I'll do that exact journal prompt if I can you know if I could have anything in five years what would that look like and then I make a vision board of it and that's usually the one that sits on the back of my computer um which with other vision boards and like yearly ones I actually like to make monthly ones so I can like tap into like my monthly goals or like specific things I want to do yeah Yeah. so that's really fun because why do we only
1: do this like once a year we can do this yeah
2: Oh my gosh. And so like, that's a, this is a side tangent, but I like doing them every month because you might set goals at the beginning of the year. And then in March comes and you don't want that anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. Fuck that goal. You're
1: Yeah. Fuck
2: That goal. So it's like, I'm going to change my vision board Love because it. that doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I don't need it staring me in the face, making me feel bad that I no longer want to buy this pair of Chanel shoes. Who cares? You know, it's like, so we refresh yeah. them often. So anyways, back to the big long-term vision. So I think about the five years and then I make a vision board and that's when it sits on my computer. the crazy thing about doing this is they always happen in three years or less because you Mm -hmm. think so big and then it's staring you in the face every day and you're feeling excited because you're working towards it and because it's on that longer timeline you feel like it's easier to achieve than in one year like if I told you like make a million dollars this year you'd be like ooh, but if you say make a million dollars in your lifetime split up easy piece of cake right Because once you add all of it up, it's like, okay. And so since there's less resistance, you can make more moves towards those things. So Mm -hmm. I like to think about it in the context of like, okay, if it doesn't feel like I can do that right now, let's put it on this five-year vision. But if you Mm -hmm. are the type of girl who's like, I'm type, if you're like, I'm type A, I want to write down specific things. Great. Okay. Write them all down and then ask yourself, do these scare me? And if they don't, Be like, well, why am I afraid to dream bigger? Like, what am I holding myself back Mm -hmm. from? And what am I losing by continuing to hold myself back?
1: And I think it it is that. I think it is fear. And it's that thing that we talked about of like having to look back on the ones from the year before and that judgment of maybe not achieving it. Mm -hmm. But it's that mindset change of like, that's okay. Not yet. You're Mm -hmm. getting there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Every year, every day. People,
1: including myself, have that fear of like, well, I can't write that one down because then if I don't achieve it, like that's going to suck. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I really love to add in just like a mini thing here because I'm so big on affirmations and because like my affirmations really make up the beliefs of my life. I really believe my success is inevitable. And so maybe the Lambo truck doesn't happen this year. Maybe this, maybe I don't buy a yacht this year, right? Like maybe these big things of my goals on my vision board don't happen this year, but it's like my success is inevitable at the end of the day. And so mm-hmm. I don't at the, end of the day, I don't give a fuck when it happens. I just yeah. know it's going to happen. And I've took that on as a affirmation. And now it's just like a very core belief of mine, really early on in my spiritual journey, my success is inevitable, my success is inevitable. To the point where it's like, I think of everything as redirecting me towards my success, anything mm-hmm. that is a perceived like failure. I just I just don't believe in that concept. Mm-hmm. And we have that ability to slowly remove that from our kind of realm of existence. Like for a long time, anytime I would say the word failure, I would actually smile because I thought it was so laughable, like a physical response. I just thought it was so laughable. Like, well, I can't fail if my success is inevitable. Like just because that didn't work out doesn't mean that it's not leading my energy towards a different route that works out better for me. 100%.
1: Yeah. 100%. That's no. exactly where I wanted to go with my, our next question Michaela, you talk a lot about affirmations. Yeah. What is your personal affirmation practice?
2: Oh my gosh, I say them to myself all day long. Like they kind of rattle around in my brain. I'm, I'm the type of person, so everybody thinks differently, right? But I'm the type of person who's like talking to themselves all day. Some people have like a thought here and there. Some people think in pictures. I have a constant dialogue. I've got
1: seven <laughs> browsers. There's music. There's a video. Absolutely.
2: There's a TikTok beat. Yeah. Like there's a lot going on. And so since I have all these things playing all the time, I'm rattling off all of these beliefs that I have constantly, but that's second nature to me because I've been doing it for so long. So the beginning yeah. of my journey, when it came to affirmations, I remember one of the very first practices I did when I was working on my mindset is I wrote on a piece of printer paper in like a highlighter, I cursive wrote like affirmations and pink in the middle. And mm-hmm. then around, I wish I had this piece of paper. And then around it, I was like writing, I probably had like 60 affirmations, in like tiny black pen. And every single morning I would wake up in my college apartment. It would be right next to my bed. I would turn off my alarm. I would grab it. I read it out loud, the whole thing, every single morning. And last thing before I went to bed, I'd set my alarm, sit down my phone, read my affirmation. And then I would go to sleep, really just start rewiring my brain. And why I did it at those times is because you start to access those altered parts of your brain when you're getting sleepy. And that's when you can really access your subconscious mind. And that's what is running the show oftentimes. And so if you want to really enable like some good affirmations, first thing in the morning. And last thing before nighttime. But I know Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna think this because I was this girl, so I had a roommate and her boyfriend ended up moving in with us. And I was like, I don't wanna read, I am a rich bitch, and like fucking homeboys in the next room. Okay. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Okay. So I got to that point. And so what I did instead is I took that same piece of paper. And one day when I was home alone, I recorded a voice memo of me reading it. You do that? I just
1: I just did this because I had been. I usually listen to podcasts when I walk my dog in the morning, but I had been finding myself just wanting like something like just positive, like Mm -hmm. less conversational and just super super positive. And I was like, I'm just gonna record my affirmations and just listen to that while I walk Yay. and <sighs> it was a little cringy at first it is. But so like because so like, I also just like hate hearing my own voice so if you hate <laughs> hearing your own voice like it's fine you'll get over it but I love I love it like because then because also because what I want to do is like say them while I'm walking but I'm like I don't want to look like a crazy person yeah. so I can just like hear them and it works absolutely
2: yeah. it's like got to do what you can with what you have so I got to that point where I was like this is embarrassing so I recorded a voice note and I would listen to it first thing and last thing each day and that's a really great way to get around that let's say like if let's say you're living with your parents still like your parents are like you don't have six figures in the bank why do you keep saying that out loud you know and so when you can hear your yourself, that really helps. And also Mm -hmm. when you hear yourself say something, I heard a statistic once that it's 10 times more powerful than when you write it down, Mm -hmm. when you hear it back in your own voice. And so for Mm -hmm. me, it started out reading things off a piece of paper. It elevated to these voice memos. Now they just, these beliefs rattle around in my brain. But one other practice that I want to give you guys that really helps because it kind of ties in with the desire conversation we've been having. I do this practice on, I probably do it like for like 4 months of the year when I'm really mm-hmm. ready for a good belief overhaul and it's two pages of journaling one full page of new affirmations and beliefs of things I want to be true about my life and I write them in present tense so like let's say so for me I'm a business owner so let's say I'm manifesting becoming a multi-million dollar company it's like I run a multi-million dollar business like I have my dream body I drive a Lamborghini, right? So I will write these things, a full page of that. And the second page I will write, what do I desire right now? Because there's so many things mm-hmm. that we desire that are, the, again, those long-term goals, mm-hmm. but they can change and they can elevate. And a lot of times we're not having that conversation with ourselves. And so I do a whole second page of what do I desire right now? I got mm-hmm. in that energy of these next level things to be true. So what desires are populating because of that energy? So that's mm-hmm. another way that I kind of work with affirmations.
3: Yeah. I love that. And I feel like something that is extra powerful about what you do too, is I think that having people like you in your life or people that follow you or having these types of conversations really like inspires people to be more comfortable with dreaming bigger. Like even there are certain things I feel like you talk a lot about, um, like money and like, it's okay to want money. It's okay to want to be rich. Um, I think we, Julia and I, a couple, Oh my God, it's probably like a year ago. Now we had someone come on the show who said, I am a happy, sexy millionaire. And we were like, Oh my God, we need to say Love. this more. Love. Why don't we say this more? Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Cause I feel like you've fall in and out of things if you don't you know continuously do it but it's you talk about so many things that I think really almost give other people permission to an extent to feel like Mm -hmm. oh it's okay for me to want these things too and it's okay for me to dream bigger than I'm dreaming right now and I feel like that in itself is like such a beautiful thing about what you do um and then also in terms of repetition I feel like so much of the way like whether it's repeating things ourselves or the people that we surround ourselves with like this is just a silly example but even when myself and my fiance moved in I was like oh I never want to move out of this house like I-, I love it here I love it so much and then like ever since we moved in like he is such like if you met him I don't know in which way you would interpret this but like he is such a dreamer in the sense of since we okay. moved in he's been like no we're gonna move out and I want at least an acre if not three and <laughs> Here yes. Is. And here on like where we live um, on Long Island, there's not really that much like property to an extent. So like something like that is like kind of crazy for here. Uh-huh. Um, and now it's funny because we've talked about it for two years now so much that like when I do like home searches now, I'm like okay, over an acre, like it's automatic for me. And it was a dream yeah. that he shared with me that now became my dream. And, and I, I want it. I do. But it's just funny how after so much like repetition and conversations like it's just morphed into my own brain too or something yeah. as silly as we have the sweetest little puppy and she's an Australian Shepherd True. and ever since we got her I'm like oh he, she's gonna have a brother and his name's gonna be Pierre uh-huh. and because I've said that- been
1: talking about Pierre forever <laughs> so,
3: I've like, been talking about Pierre for almost two years now and <laughs> I'm telling you like Chris did not want pierre the australian shepherd he wanted pierre the another type of dog but now okay. he's 100 on board
1: but just started so sorry <laughs> that's
3: okay <laughs> um that's yeah it's just funny how whether it's you listening to yourself or conversations that you have with people that you love um just that aspect of repetition and dreaming with people and being inspired by them like it just
2: it really does and I love that so much and it's such a great example of literally how like manifestations grow and evolve and they're these living breathing things that and when we get other people on board they grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and I have so many examples of things repeating that I end up manifesting like this is such a dumb example but there's that Cardi B song where she talks about the Balenciagas that look like socks okay I I used to hate those shoes. I (laughs) own a pair of those shoes now. And I wear them all the time. And I was so mad when I started looking at them. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cute. It's because I was singing that fucking song all the time. Like 100 (laughs) percent. It got in my head. Cardi B got in my subconscious. She told mm-hmm. me what I needed to buy and I I listened. Okay, I but it such
1: like a, it's such like a base kind of idea of that, of that what you manifest comes yeah. true and like just yeah. that repetition of you can change your mindset by just doing that over and over and over. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Every single time. And and that's why we also have to think about it. It's like it's something you're going to tend to. It's like a garden. You have to tend to your mindset and there's going to be times in your life where you fall off of your daily practice and your drawing you might fall off of your daily walks. It happens to everybody. And we just have to remember that all you need to do is pick it right back up. Because when you start practicing again, you start with the repetition again, you start with the affirmations, You start working on being in that energy again, taking inspired action from that energy, it's going to pick right back up. Because it's Mm -hmm. not something it's just one and done. Like same thing with our fitness journey. It's not saying like you get the dream body and you're like, see a gym. No, you have Mm -hmm. to like keep going. To maintain and continue to set bigger and bigger and bigger goals. But it is that practice that adds up over time.
1: Absolutely. Michaela, we could talk to you literally all day long. This has been so fun. I feel so inspired to make my feeling word vision board, like, so inspired to do it. Before we wrap up, just a couple last questions. I want you to pimp out all the amazing programs you run. Like Talk about them, what it's like working with you. Tell us about your podcast, and where can people find you on all the things?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well... Being an MJ world is a whole fucking vibe. I always say it's the whole damn vibe. It's an MJ <laughs> experience. And where I would always direct my girls to start when you were getting into mindset, you're getting into manifestation. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm I'm ready, but I have no idea where to begin. I have a signature program called literally called the Mindset Magic and Manifestation Method. And it's my exact method of how to work through all of this in an organized way. So it makes sense for your journey and it makes manifestation really easy because I think we we also see a lot online about manifesting and working on ourselves and then you have 70 different fucking rituals you have no idea where to where to start mm-hmm. or what <laughs> needs to be happening every day and so my mm method is kind of the all inclusive experience for that i when I built the program, it's literally every single thing that I did on my journey that I felt actually made a change because I was a little mm-hmm. guinea pig. I was doing all of the things. There were some things I felt like were a waste of my time and other things that actually worked. So I took all the things that worked and tied it in a pretty little bow. And okay. it's so fun. Cause you get that whole program. You get to work with me for four months and you get a whole group chat of like new spiritual besties where you get to have these types of conversations on a daily basis. And it really is helpful when you live in a place where you don't have a ton of friends that are like, like this or you're not having conversations because the mm-hmm. more you get to talk by your manifestations, the easier it is for them to sink in. So you'll really feel like your whole life and your whole mindset is going to up level and you get to hang out with me every single day. So it's yeah. super fun. <laughs> so I always say, if you are new to my world and you're really wanting that kind of reinvention season, a Method is the program to start with. Um, mm-hmm. And that's on my website, but you can also message me on Instagram. I always love hearing from everybody. Tell me what your goals are. Tell me what you're working towards and I can help. You uh, find out if that's the best program for you. So, Instagram, I'm at the Michaela J, TikTok, the Michaela J, YouTube, Michaela J, and the podcast is called Mindset Magic and Manifestation Podcast. So, come hang out with me.
3: Love, incredible. This has been like so special. I feel like Julie and I have been looking forward to this for like so long at this point. I'm so um, happy. <laughs> Yes, no, we really have. And I feel like I think me and Julia talked about last year too. We're like, okay, I kind of have like a hunch for what my word's going to be for this following year, even at the beginning of, of last year. So Ooh. we're definitely ready to, to start recording that. But, I can't yeah, wait
2: we, to tune in and hear what everybody's words are. I'm like, I need to think about what mine's going to be. I'm I know, and I week.
1: love seeing everybody else's words. And I love, like, I think the new thing for me this year, because of what we heard from you, Michaela, is we talk about it, but I, I'm going to, do a real vision board for it. And I've never done yeah, that yay. before. So I'm like excited to do that. I feel like that's like the next step in yeah. like really bringing yeah. it to our minds. eye like we talked mm-hmm. about. meaning um, Yes.
3: Totally.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, and I, also, know, I love that because it you can come, it just makes it easier to come back to, right? We talked about like the hard thing of like you write it down and then you never look at it again. Like it, yeah. if you have that like physical of it, of that feeling mm-hmm then it's just easier to come back to every single day so that we don't like forget it and be like, oh yeah, remember when I said my word was like, Rich, and then I'm like not, and then they're like that. looking around, you're like <laughs> right. hey, I
2: haven't done anything to make that mm-hmm. happen. Literally, and I, I love physical vision boards, and I actually think I'm gonna make a physical one this year. I haven't done like a physical printout photos arranged one since I was in like my college apartment with my friend and, and her boyfriend. Like it's been a hot minute, and I used to like the way my room was set up is like turn off the alarm, roll over, grab my affirmation piece of paper, and my vision board was like on that same wall where like my piece of paper was. Ew. So I'd wake up every every morning and look at it dead in the face. And it really sinks in. And it's funny when I look at old photos of the affirmation, it had like a Range Rover, which I have now it has like going to Paris, which I've done like four different times. So like it has all of these things that I've done so many times because I stare that vision board in the face every single day and I love my vision boards like on my phone, my computer but I also yeah. think I'm going to do the physical one this year too because yeah. I want my Lamborghini truck to stare me in the face every day
1: <laughs> she is For getting sure. it mark my words, it next is. year we will come back <laughs> killer around this same time so we can like inspire you to yeah. around this time of year and she's going to have the Lambo truck I'm telling you. i are going to
2: be recording the episode in the Lambo truck exactly literally <laughs> I
1: love it. Michaela, before we let you go, one last question. You have offered so many incredible resources today, but yeah. what are some resources that have helped guide you through your 20s? Could be Ooh. books, podcast people.
2: So I am obsessed with Ed Milet. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I'm sure you are. I love Ed Milet. I was just listening to his podcast today. And I just love how he, so he's more on the religious side of things. I'm definitely more spiritual, but I love how he ties in his beliefs into all the things he does. He always talks about prayer and he he talks about lots of rituals and different things that he ties into his goals. And so I really resonate with that because I do so many rituals for my things. So I love Ed Milet because he's like very focused, very work-hard, productive play hard, but without sacrificing your life. He's really big about his family, stuff like that. So really doing that. And then this is less of a resource and more of a lifestyle, but fitness has just been always a huge thing for me where it's like, that carried me while I was in college, because I would walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes and listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I I would run two miles and I would be like listening to audiobooks and different things. And just also physically being best version of myself. And just like one last MJ tidbit, it's so important Mm -hmm. to, there's so many things I could say. Like there's, it's so valuable when you can integrate your manifestations into your body. And so when you're working out, like think about these intentions, visualize yourself as this version of you, listen to the podcast, just like this, you're going to be getting inspired. You're going to be feeling inspired. Mm -hmm. You're going to be thinking about that desire. When your body, your mind, and your energy are all on board, your manifestations are gonna take off so much faster because it's safer for your system to receive it then. Because now mm-hmm. your body is used to that energy, and so fitness has been a huge resource for me. Um, I was typically listening to Ed Milette while getting in my workouts, <laughs> doing the things, so but those will be my top two for sure.
1: Amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing, incredible. michaela thank you so much for your time, your energy. I feel so inspired, Brenda. Yay. <laughs> Yes. Feeling inspired? So
3: inspired. <laughs> Feeling inspired. I'm definitely like super inspired to be using those four steps. I have to say, I'm like, not going to let that one go. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. I'm so, I'm so glad. I love it. it. You no, know, I feel like you, you, one, your energy is incredible to begin with. I think no matter like what state, what type of day people had, like you just have that ability to, I'm sure it's walk into a room or pop on a podcast or have people like just press play and really feel like connected to you and really feel inspired by you. So that's, huge in itself. Um, and I think you really break down a topic that I think for people who haven't explored it before, feel either confused by or disconnected to or for people who may be over a little bit that you just make it very tangible. So I think oh, you've got a lot of talent. My life goal thank you, you. Really <laughs> well, it's so great for you sharing it with us yes absolutely. check
1: out Mikaela on all of her platforms her podcast is incredible it is a good great morning listen to get you going um, her Instagram she's always sharing really fun videos um, she's so active on Instagram which I absolutely love so Mikaela thank you so so thank so much God. this has been so fun
2: so good thanks for having me and I'll come back anytime
1: Please. <laughs> we're gonna do a whole hair episode next oh literally
2: <laughs> ha- we need a whole episode on yeah, we need beauty hacks
1: we need car manifestations oh. specifically <laughs> i mean <laughs> i have things. two
2: of my dream cars i mean we could keep going so for <laughs> next <laughs> until next time until friends.
1: next time <laughs> uh, i hope everyone has i know we're a little couple weeks out but hope everyone has a happy new year and you guys take some of this into this new year with you and reach out to michaela she loves hearing from you we love hearing from you and thank you for being here